0: Today, okay, buckle up, guys. Today is one of the most powerful conversations I've ever had in my life. And no joke, I got choked up, cried multiple times in the course of this conversation. Um, Today, we dive into the issue of same-sex attraction. Is there a difference between same-sex attraction and action? Is someone's attraction their identity? If you hold what the church teaches about how we should act with our bodies and about the definitions of marriage. Does that make you hateful, bigoted, and mean? Is it possible to have a same-sex attraction and not act on those attractions sexually and yet live a fulfilling life? Do I have your attention yet? <laughs> oh, and one more question. Do you want to support this work and be entered for a chance to win a trip for two on a pilgrimage to Italy this June? If so, become a missionary joy before February 2024, and you're entered to win a chance uh, at, at, at getting that prize. Link is in the show notes and on reallifecatholic.com. Become a missionary joy, reallifecatholic.com forward slash MOJ. But back to the topic at hand, I'm going to talk to someone today who, not just theorizing, but from lived experience, through pain, through joy, through falls, and through incredible victories, uh, can answer every one of the questions that I just brought up. Now, if you watch this show with your kids every week, this one is not for them. This conversation gets very, very real today on the Chris Stefanik show. So, again, buckle up. Literally one of the most powerful conversations I've ever had. And uh, I want you to watch it, like, subscribe, and don't be afraid to share this one. The world needs to hear it. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Thanks Keep for on being with project. me. Yeah. And thank you for, uh, sitting here with me, willing to make everybody uncomfortable on all sides. Uh, because the, the one side looks at people who struggle with same sex attraction and, and have a hard time even accepting the fact that some people, and now the world would say everyone who acts that way is born that way and has no choice. So the response will be to just hunker down, right. And just yeah. deny that reality at all. Now there's no gene found that proves people are born that way but for the lived experience of some people it might as well be I don't know I just it feels like I was born this way right yeah um the other side when people have that attraction persistent through life and actually follow Jesus it then there's many ways to follow it but one of those ways with in in chastity and in purity of life they just can't stand you because they don't know what to do with you and you break the entire narrative um so there there's a prophetic presence sitting here in front of me and I'm moved by it and I feel that and I'm just I thank God for the grace that He's put on your life. And and I'm grateful for you just being that voice of courage. Does that choke you up to hear that?
1: It does, yeah.
0: Yeah, it chokes me up to say it because there's so much pain in this area.
1: Amen. God can turn mm. anything around. Mm. There's like I think sometimes I even wonder, like... We're jumping right (laughs) here. I never had tears within 30 seconds of an interview beginning.
0: (laughs) Wow. Anyway, go ahead, please. No, I
1: I was just going to say, like, I'm not crying out of... It's like a mix of a lot of different things. Mm. Um, But just to hear you say that is not like looking for the praise of man, but it actually just, for my own heart, like, really does show that God can do anything. Like, Mm. He can make something that looks Mm. like it is a dead end. It is the pit. No turning around, and he—if you just surrender—like he can bring such beauty from ashes. I mean, it's—it's it's his word, but to like experience mm. it in your own life and then see it in other people's life—it's
0: wow. just awe-inspiring.
1: The word becomes flesh.
0: Ah, <sighs> hallelujah! Yeah. And and when the word becomes flesh, ow. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, like there's this. It's un- not rainbow and lollipops. No, no. There's this undying love with truth that doesn't compromise with the world. The church is, is constantly like, where do I fit in that spectrum? Do I just, do we just bl- bless gay couples, pretend everything's fine? Or do we just uh, become frigid? Mm-hmm. And the Lord's like, no, you stay right here yeah, on the cross with me, where it's really painful. Mm-hmm. And then, thank you, Jesus, but I see that in you. This is mm-hmm. like, there's, um you you this is where, where saints are made, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I really think people who've experienced that attraction and are, and are following the Lord the best they can, um, Dude, there's some serious saints being made right now, so I'm I'm excited for your. Can't canonize you ahead of time, but we'll see when the story ends. <laughs> <right>? amen, <laughs> amen. We're all cold. Uh, yeah. Amen. Okay, so deep breath. Let's start at the beginning. Thanks
1: for not getting tissue too. That was I, where was are the tissues? We don't need it. <laughs> we don't need <laughs> a tissue. We got the tears <laughs> out. Good. good.
0: Awesome. Yes. When did you first experience uh, the thought, "I'm not like other girls"?
1: Ah, hmm. uh, probably pretty soon when I had thoughts, <laughs> to be honest. I grew wow. up with two older brothers. Um, and so for me, I just never really felt like mm-hmm. the other girls. A lot of like the friends that I was around, I don't have tons of memories from like my super younger, like kindergarten through second grade. Okay. Memories really started when I was in third grade and that's when I got put into private Catholic school. Okay. Um, anything before that, I just remember always playing with the boys, kickball, whatever, that felt totally normal. I think when the class size got smaller and the girls were just more like girly, I'm like, man, I just don't like all the things that they like. Um, But I didn't didn't think I was a boy. Like if, Chris, Mm. if I was growing up now, I don't, I'd be scared for where I would be. For one, Mm. I think people around me would be saying, you're supposed to be a boy. Maybe mm. you, you know, Maybe you see, yeah, and that questioning. But, but for me, mm. growing up, I never thought that. I actually thought the girls were just kind of weird, and they didn't just catch on to mm. what girls were supposed to be like, which was more like me, well. which sounds super arrogant, but no, no. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I enjoyed what my brothers enjoyed, and and that felt more natural oh. for me. But I don't think that was weird. I mean, it's what I grew up around. It wasn't until I started to realize a difference, more I would say towards like sexual attraction or just attraction in general um was going into probably like junior high where my friends all started to like have these crushes on boys and i'm like they're like my best friends like no they're like brothers you know Mm. um so i didn't didn't feel a lot of those attractions that i saw my friends starting to feel Mm. and experience and so that's when i was like okay something's a little weird i was like but Again, I thought they were a little weird because I'm like, yeah. you're not going to marry these guys anyways. Like, let's be real. Just enjoy them for who they are and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Um, high school is where it really started to shift because okay. now dating got serious and whatnot.
0: Yeah. And they just weren't, there's just nothing. You just weren't interested.
1: I mean, I found I found guys attractive. Yeah. Um, I also would see an attractive dog and be like, that's a good looking dog. That doesn't mean you want to be with the okay. dog, right? I don't mean that like, yeah.
0: Yeah. you know,
1: but there's a reality. You can see beauty, recognize beauty. So I could recognize a guy and be like, "Oh, he's a good-looking dude, right? Yeah. Um, he's in good shape, or he's got a good-looking face." But I didn't have that, like, "Oh my gosh, I want to be with him, and I hope we get married one day." Yeah. I, when but you, I
0: did. You feel that toward toward women?
1: So I don't. When I looked, when I saw women when I was in high school, it was more like, like reflecting back, I think it was more like I saw attributes in them that I didn't see in myself, hmm. and so I was more drawn to it. I wanted more nurture from women and i wanted to nurture it was more of an emotional Mm. thing than a physical thing it wasn't like oh my gosh i saw this woman and i'm like this is totally sexualized not at all it didn't start that way it became that but it did not start that way um (laughs) i say this as like a little caveat my dad gave me the sex talk which like amen (laughs) to dad's trying to step in But it went something along... I would never,
0: ever, ever, ever try to get the sex talk to my daughter.
1: At least have your wife give it to you first and then probably share it. But my dad's went something along the line. God bless him, I love him, I'm so thankful for him. But it went along the lines of all men are dogs (laughs) uh, and they want one thing from you. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And he's like, oh wait, hold on. I, I was incorrect. All men are dogs in heat, and they want one thing for you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And so this is coming from my dad, who I love and I respect. And so I I yeah. don't mean to be like, but no, I, I do believe that that had some sort of effect mm. on me. I don't blame my dad. Sure. But sure. there was this kind of fear over men. I wasn't afraid mm. of them because I had them as brothers, but there was like a safety line. If I kept them as friends, then I wouldn't be used. I wouldn't be wow. taken advantage of. Wow. And that was really never unpacked. And mm. so... I look back at my whole life, and a lot of fear was a driving kind wow. of fuel for me.
0: You know, there's, there's, there's family experiences, there's cultural formation. These things are so much more powerful than we believe. Oh yeah, right. That I think it's one of the reasons why, even though there's never been any gene found mm-hmm. that that people say, well, you can be born this way or not, because it's it's an unconscious formation sometimes. Absolutely. Um, which is. nurture nature, the way you're raised
1: up. And my dad meant good. I mean, he's looking at his little daughter, his only girl, you know, and he's in protection
0: mode, you know, and so
1: instilling fear around men into that relational thing will keep me safe. Right. And I think sometimes we do that in church. I won't unpack all that, but I think we can Mm. use fear as the motivator to keep people away Instead of,
0: if a chassis talks based on fear, that's not healthy. It's not. Um, but there's the, when we look at the stats and the increasing number of kids who experience same sex attraction and then act on it or become transgendered, mm-hmm. um, and the cultural factors. You know, my wife's cousin was sending her kid to school in LA, nine years old. They had all the kids sit around in a circle and announce their, their gender and their sexual orientation. Mm-hmm at nine at nine it was before puberty like yeah. you know and this little girl that gets to her she's like i don't know i guess i'm a straight girl all the girls said oh no you have to be bisexual no one's straight oh. anymore and the the, the, the cult and, and then some of these kids are gonna end up being gay and think i was born that way because the the powerful impact of that
1: our words have impact
0: oh my gosh it's mighty mm-hmm. which is one reason conservative i hate saying that conservative christians uh, because it sounds political but now get so afraid
1: yeah
0: uh because it's just like i'm gonna cover my kids ears and and you know if my kid ends up same-sex attracted i love my kid but i don't want to precondition things in that direction Uh, how did you experience the culture at large as you as you maybe had some some you know some aspects of yourself that maybe could have gone both directions i have no idea um What was impacting you culturally that said, go ahead and try this route, experiment, see what happens?
1: Yeah, so in high school, it was not popular. It was not common to be gay. It was not a good thing, quote unquote, right? Right. Like this was, as nowadays- The pendulum swung, man, so fast. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, So it probably wasn't where it way used to be, but it was somewhere in the middle. Um, But I would say I never felt like it was something that was celebrated. Now, again, growing up Catholic, for me, I always correlated homosexuality with sin and with hell. Mm-hmm. That was like boom, boom, boom. Like those wow. three words, homosexual, sin, hell, um, with, without a lot of unpacking mm-hmm. of what that might look like, right? And so for me, and one of my family members came out when I was in high school, wow. um, and that was really traumatic as well wow. um, for me. And I remember a lot of the turmoil that happened in my family, nobody disowned her or pushed her out, but it created a lot of waves and, wow. and saw this separation start to happen and and just a lot, and a lot of people's feelings getting hurt. And so for me, within my family and my church circle, it was like, okay, this is not good. This causes problems, right? Wow. And then now outside, Katy Perry had come out with a song, She's Gonna Call Me just, One Day.
0: Just <laughs> kissed a girl. And wow. I liked it. Mm-hmm.
1: And this is in a, a season for me, my senior year in high school, where... Yeah, I had a boyfriend, and he tried to kind of go faster than I was willing. And so I was like, you know what? Back to the friend thing.
0: Confirmed your dad's um, Mm -hmm. warnings.
1: Boyfriend after boyfriend. I stopped at two of them. And I was like, you know what? But see, just stopping a relationship Mm. doesn't fill the void. God Mm. says it's not good that man be alone. So how is that filled? And Mm. so for me, now I had this close friend in high school. So it didn't start off sexual, but I have this Mm. close friend you know, hearing the song, I kissed a girl and I liked it. I'm like, yeah. I look at my, one of my best friends was pregnant. The other ones are getting high. They're drinking. They're doing all this. I'm like, what's the big deal if I kiss a girl? Yeah. I mean, mutual, right? Like, this yeah, is yeah. not, I'm not going to force myself. I'm not just going to, like, right. if this is mutual, what's the big deal? And I'm telling you, I think the world was kind of shifting into that place of no mm. big deal. It's it's mm. okay. You know, kind of lukewarm with yep. it. And then... um yeah, I think I, I do believe if somebody stopped me in that moment and said, Kim, if you do this, if you act on this desire, it's going to change your whole life. I would have been like, Are you kidding me? My friend's pregnant. My other friend's high. Everybody's drunk. Like, yeah. my whole grid for Christianity, it's, it's very sad, but praise God, he sticks with us through yeah. all the, the things we think he is, but was just stay under the radar of everybody else's sin. So wow. I saw like kissing a girl was less than everything else going around it was me. It
0: moralistic so, rather than relational. Well,
1: it was a cop, not yeah, a father. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. Right? So if you have this cop perception of God, Maybe then can now... you I get
0: away with something.
1: I mean, think about it. I get on the freeway. It says, it says 75. But if somebody's going 80, if I just stay under them, I won't get pulled over. <laughs> it's
0: true. Right? Yeah. Usually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so
1: that was my mentality. Wow. And it's very sad. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that's what my family raised me in, but again, this kind of just fear. Don't get pulled over. Don't right. get in trouble. Right. Not the goodness of God. And so I think the world was in a weird place, at least from my perspective. And mm. um, so I just kind of had this, yeah, I know it's wrong, but it's not as you bad know, as what everybody else is doing. A,
0: a lot of people think experimentation will help you discover who you are, mm. right? But this isn't just Christian uh, moral teaching. Well, and, this, is, this goes back to the Greeks. Like, right. Y- your, your activity forges who you are. Right, uh, so how did the experimentation?
1: Oh, it forged.
0: How did it forge? For, how did you experience that forging? Well, now right?
1: I experienced something that I enjoyed. I thought I might like it. Now I experienced it. I did like it, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, you could think. And and some people get upset with me, and I mean no disrespect in this. I struggle with same sex attraction, so I'm not coming at anybody in this, but you you could think mm. you like a brownie until you try it you're not going to actually crave it yeah if you liked it you're gonna now crave it so now yeah. i had I had experienced something that mm. I liked I also experienced mm. and this is important to hear I experienced a kiss and having it stop there mm. when I was with guys I experienced a kiss and it had to go further mm. now I'm not saying that over every man no I but, hear you but yeah but in in high school that's where it was for me and so there was a safety as crazy as it might sound. Being with a woman almost felt safer.
0: The vices of men was part of your formation. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, yeah, right. It's not not just these cultural things. Or I kissed a girl and I liked it. Yeah. It's it's wow. Yeah. Um. So where did things go from there for you? Did when did you um given your upbringing, given how you're thinking of homosexuality equals sin equals hell? I mean, did you did you experience terror in, in about torment yourself? Torment inside.
1: Absolute torment. What was that like? Because I knew I was again not like all the other girls, mm. right? There was something that was like, okay, I'm not like all of them. I didn't think that mm. was necessarily a bad thing. Now I experienced this with another girl. I like it, I feel safe with it. It feels like it's filling a void within me. It feels natural. As strange as that might sound yeah. to hear, it felt natural to me yeah. more than with men. And it wasn't sexualized. It was like, oh my gosh, this is my best friend. And now we're even closer. Like it was just another level of intimacy, but the problem is from that moment on, everything changed. Our friendship changed. I Mm. actually lost that friendship. Mm. Um, And something within me, now I started to see women a little bit different. Not every woman, not every woman. Um, Even my friends, I never had an attraction to my actual friends. I could Mm. recognize beauty, but for me, I was now torn inside because the truth of what I was feeling didn't Mm. line up of what I knew was true. Wow. Okay, this isn't relative. I knew, and this is not just because I was raised this way. I really, truly believe it. My family raised me in a lot of things that I rejected. (laughs) Yeah. I really believed that God created man for woman and woman for man. That does not mean everybody has to get married, but I did not believe it was his plan for woman and woman to be together in that way. So the fact that I had this desire, I acted on it, I liked it, it felt natural, but it didn't align with what I knew to be true was... An incredible wrestle doesn't even deter, doesn't wow. even define it.
0: What did you, uh, I want to circle back again, on a deeper level, like sure. for what people need from the church in general. Um, but in that moment as a teenage girl, what would have helped from your church, from your parents? Mm-hmm. What could have maybe set your whole life in a different direction in that time?
1: Yeah, I want to preface it. It's so important. The church has a very important role in all of this. And so does the family. Mm-hmm. But I don't blame it. I just I want to be mm. clear because I, I did know, but what would have been incredibly helpful and probably shifted a direction would have not just the church been saying homosexuality is a sin. Yeah. People who choose sin and choose this lifestyle, it's not like just stealing a pack of gum. It's mm-hmm. a lifestyle you're going to live. Yeah. And eternity will look like hell. I mean, that right there, that'll scare the you know what out of someone, right? Usually, yeah. or you'll reject God and just, you know go do what you want to do. You're
0: going to take one route or the other.
1: Yeah. And, but for me, I think what would have been helpful is, and if you feel those desires, if that feels natural to you, we're here for you. Mm. It doesn't just mean now you're going to live a celibate life and Mm. you'll be happy, promise. I'm married with kids, but you'll be happy single, you know? (laughs) I mean, like, and and you know what else is helpful? Seeing people that have vows of celibacy that live full and joyful lives. I didn't meet any of them my my only representation that i was like aware of was mother teresa god bless her mm. saint mother teresa now yeah. right so thankful but i didn't want to be her at 17 years old right right and so for me the church would tell me it's sin but what do you do if you experience it and mm. and who is there anybody else am i the only one in the church and when you feel isolated man does satan get to you Mm. that is like i mean right the the separated sheep and so i think as a church we need to this needs to be a normal conversation we i pray to god that disclaimers don't need to happen anymore before every interview i do right like why we talk about pornography we talk about all this stuff homosexuality is a real thing that people it's not a it's not a problem it's a person that's struggling with something it's not an agenda yes there's agendas right? But I'm talking about a person like me who struggles with this. I didn't choose it. I wasn't sexually abused. I actually prayed against it. Mm. I prayed all the time, Chris, God, take this away. I don't know. I was like, God, did I get abused? Did something happen to me? Was I too close with my cousin who was in the life? So what's happening? And I know that to some might sound like homophobia. As a young kid, I didn't know.
2: Right. And so I'm like, right.
1: whatever it is, God, just take it. If that's not your way, then take it from me. And when when God doesn't do that, and then mm. the church isn't really Helping you put language and navigate, Mm. you're just kind of left to do it on your own. And so I went internal. I just, I I felt like if I would have opened up to my family, I would have been corrected or redirected. See, sometimes as a church or even as Christians, we can be really good at fixing people's problems, Hmm. but not bearing them.
0: Parents, too. Right. I mean, it's just a natural default. The parents want to fix it. And I get it. Because of
1: love, you want it, you want to fix. But the reality is the scripture says, as well, right? Because we're meant to help and teach and, and form. But it also says to bear with one another their burdens mm. and i don't know if we know how to do that no i i am learning
0: yeah and, um, I, and it is it's the, the fact that we treat this is so different from any other struggle that people have in some ways it's it's obviously got different characteristics yeah, but for sure um but it isolates the but it thing. isolates it pushes it to silence yeah. it's like n- people who are just experience and are caught between this 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 culture war and uh, two sides right well, then i'll
1: jump into the world where i'm accepted where i can talk about it i don't have shame yeah
0: and, it, and, and frankly, the the response of "you're just going to hell" and that's all I know how to tell you, and and there's not that I've seen it, a lot of Christians actually do that, yeah. but that's the brand, right? Right. Um, or the response of um, "let's just pretend there's nothing wrong with it." They're actually two sides of the same coin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Both sides make this a bigger thing Absolutely. than the person is, yeah. who's mm-hmm. just like, I don't know, I just this isn't me. I just got this attraction. What do I do?
1: What do I do? Well, I went to counseling. Yeah. So at yeah. 18 years old, right, I had kissed the girl. I'm yeah. all torn up inside. I'm like, I don't know. Now I don't have this friendship anymore. She just wants to be friends, but I desire more. So, on my own, I uh, actually went to my priest. I said, "Here's what. I'm, do not tell my family because he knew my family really well." Yeah. I said, "But I want a counselor, and I want a Catholic one. I don't want just someone who's going to well, just tell me whatever. Like, give me someone good that I that like I'll pay him to walk with me." Yeah. How sad is that? Right? At 18 years old, right. out of my own pocket, I'm paying $150 an hour. Right? For someone to listen to me and walk with me. Wow. That's not okay. That should be church. That should be our. That should be the the spiritual mothers, fathers, brothers, and sisters around us. But anyway, so and and maybe they would have been there. I didn't. I didn't particularly feel that, or I would have saved the money. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So and go talk to a stranger. But sometimes strangers felt better. But I wanted truth. I didn't want just this relative whatever, and so went to this counselor. And I I just want to share this because I feel like it's important. Um, because it's into what you're talking about on these right, two right, sides, absolutely um shared everything with him, felt like I could because he doesn't have a tie to anyone, so I could just be really vulnerable and after many sessions with him, I felt like he gave me the advice to be me hmm. that God doesn't make mistakes hmm. and think about it, Chris, this was my gosh, it was eighteen it was i'm i'm thirty nine right now, so do the math
0: yeah, so you were in, and what what was the translation of? Of that, when as an 18 year old kid, to go ahead and, and act on this. Well, I wanted to possible. hear that. And, yeah. Clearly.
1: Yeah. Um, I wanted to hear and I wanted to believe that when he said, what homosexuality is today is not what it was then in the Bible. You know, mm. this is mutual, Kim. This is not forceful. It was forceful. It was more, you know, mm. a rape and things of that nature. And I wanted to believe that because then, wow, yeah. great. What feels yeah. natural is what God wants. But I knew. And I believe that was grace. I believe that yeah. was grace. I knew that that was not true. Wow. I knew that, that wasn't a true. And I even said up to him, I said, wait a minute, so you're telling me the main thing I struggle with, I struggle with a lot, but the main yeah. thing I struggle with right now is the one thing that's off in scripture. I was wow. like, that sounds super convenient. Wow. And I want to take that route, but I don't. And so it was just sad to go seek Catholic counsel. Oh, yeah. And to receive oh, this, yeah. like, come to find out later, many, many years later when I stopped seeing him, his sister was in the lifestyle and in a mm. same-sex union. Mm. And so I just wonder right. if he had... If he was going to share truth with me, then would that have to maybe continue out to his family? And so, mm. I don't know. But um, I, I, so
0: yeah, I, that's I think that's often underlying uh, sexually permissive advice, not just in this area but in every area. Mm-hmm. I mean we've we've seen we've seen church leaders weaken and how clear they are in things, yep. and at the same time scandal after scandal. It's like does am I the only one seeing the emperor's new clothes here? <laughs> like right, just, uh, an obvious and painful. Connection. Mm-hmm. It's like triggering, you know, to see that
1: connection. Well, and it holds people back from fullness of life. Yes. That's the reality. Like I was seeking truth and I was seeking someone to walk with me. And so to just tell me what I wanted to hear, mm. it didn't, it didn't help. It really didn't. Yes, yeah, so at where, all. Because I did, lived that out. Where
0: did it lead? What what did, what lifestyle did that lead to?
1: Well, I hid for years. Yeah. Um, so I didn't fully believe what he was telling me. I wanted to because it kind of fit, like I said, what I desired. Um, but I was still, that wrestle was still happening Mm. within, um, so I would date guys on the forefront and then fulfill my real desires, which was to be with women. Even if it was just through really close friendship, sometimes it went to a little bit more than that. Um, so I was living a double life for sure. Mm. Um, I was doing what I thought everybody, if I just dated guys, People will get off my back. Why is Kim not with someone? Why is she not dating? You know, so dated the guys, and and I wanted it to work. I was like, maybe one of it'll work. Like just throwing darts at the board. Like maybe right, one will right, stick. Right. You know, but just throwing n- it backwards. But yeah, <laughs> um, maybe it'll spin around. But um, I and I won't get into all of it. But God wasn't just looking for me to be heterosexual. He's looking for my heart. You know, <laughs> and so I'm glad that none of those darts just stuck because it's His ultimate goal hmm. for me was not marriage here in this life and so we'll probably unpack that later but anyway so i was I just
0: sorry i I just want to revel in that sentence for a second so because sometimes there's these struggles that people have that are ongoing that don't go away and and they almost lead us to conclude maybe god's abandoned me in this part of my life oh yeah and he's like no no actually if i'm allowing you to lift a weight it's because I want your bicep to be massive.
1: Yeah. Well, my bicep got pretty big. <laughs> right?
0: Like there's some yeah. beauty brought out of you that actually oh. emanates from your... You came in... I told the, the camera, I'm like, she looks perfect sitting there for her mm-hmm. camera. But there's this uh, a strength and beauty that is not despite the struggles. Mm-hmm. It's precisely because of them. You know, it's so the like, rainstorms. Yeah. He, he wants more than to say, I'll, I'll relieve you of this. Yeah. Um, Anyway, sorry for that tangent. No, no. It's um, true.
1: I mean, I think through great suffering yeah. and struggle and even confusion, just, just not knowing, mm. brings a great strength. When when you don't give up on Him and mm. yourself, because He's not giving up. He's mm. not giving up on any one of us. Mm. None of us are ever too far gone. Isn't that amazing? I mean, I don't have love like that. No. I want that, and that's what we need as a church.
0: Amen. You know, Amen. Um,
1: to be the older brother that doesn't look at the younger brother who's been you know welcome back home and say well he doesn't deserve it he didn't earn it right earn it you didn't either salvation is a free gift to receive or reject
0: why is that so painful for us i mean really like it's it's almost it's almost easier people fall into this default of of a legalistic faith where if i power my way through and control every step of the way that's that's actually that's that's miserable but it's less painful than saying can I actually receive that much love? Freedom. <laughs> yeah,
1: It's actually humble. I've learned this and mm. I'm, I'm continuing to. It's actually humility that says, I'm going to allow you to love me, God. I don't deserve it. Mm. I don't deserve it. Forgive me for every way that I've failed. Mm. And I, I ask that you give me the grace to be humble, to receive a love that I I can't earn. And I I can't, I don't deserve, like mm. I can't earn what he did on the cross. Amen. And so I think, Really, it's like a sneaky pride when we try to earn, deserve, mm. and strive because then we're doing it. Mm. And we didn't. It says that while we were still sinners, he died for yes. us. Not when you got all your stuff together, Kim. <laughs> you know? And so.
0: Man, I get chills. I just love talking about the gospel. It is the best thing ever. It is. Uh, it's life. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, you're, you're the double lifestyle, yeah. the double life went so far that you got married.
1: I did. I, I ended up starting a mission in Ethiopia. I tried that route too. Okay. <laughs> I was like, maybe if I just go do really good stuff in the world, yeah. all this other not so good stuff will go away. Mm. And there was a, a level of of reality to that. Um, at 23, I moved to Ethiopia, started wow. a whole mom profit. It's still operating today. It's been 17 years. That's incredible. Taking care of single moms and their children. And <laughs> Well, there's yeah. something good, God. Bro. Yeah, God was doing a lot. Right yeah. <laughs> even incredible. in my own weakness always right, is, right. is usually where the best things come. Right, even if it, come, it came from like this, it oh. doesn't feel right, but Mm-mm. boom. But I here, did ask finish. him. I did ask him before I moved to Ethiopia. I said, God, I don't know what's going on with my life. Show me my heart. And boom, this whole thing happened. I wrote wow. a book so people could check details out in that. All Actually, the tell us the book go, real,
0: real, real quick Restless Heart My Restless Struggle Heart. with Life
1: and Sexuality.
0: How do people get it?
1: Amazon, Sophia Institute.
0: Restless Life, Kim Zember, you'll find it. Yeah, okay. you'll find it.
1: Um, all the proceeds go to Unforgotten Faces, awesome. too. So if everybody's like, you, you want to sell the book. We love you. I know, I know, But I'm I just mean, saying. only
0: people who say that, like, it could, go fine,
1: by two. complain, yeah. I don't really <laughs> care.
0: <just> yes. <laughs>
1: But in that, I asked God, show me my heart. And he reminded me of when I was a kid that I wanted to go to Africa. I Mm. won't unpack all of that. But so I was like here, I was talking to him. I was hearing him responding partly and then usually running off. Like Mm. it wasn't a relational. It was more like, can I, should I? And if he gave a response, I'd go do it, you know? So it was very rigid, um, but by his grace, he's brought beauty out of the things. But um, so I did, I started a nonprofit, Didn't, didn't want to, didn't mean to, just saw children, not, problems i saw children Mm. and i'm like this isn't okay this Mm. is not okay i'm selling my escalade i'm selling my house i'm giving up my real estate career in san diego and i'm gonna do something about this and god you better help me because i don't know what the heck to do and he did he's helped me for the last 17 years um and i believe he'll continue to but in that um i brought the guy that i was dating i was actually um also having a kind of relationship with one of my best friends that was a female at the time I felt so horrible about this double life because the guy that I actually was dating yeah. was the opposite of what I was told men are. Wow. He was kind, he was gentle, he was saving himself for marriage, he was patient, oh, he wow. was honoring, and I'm like, okay, he's probably the only one, so I better hold on. Wow. If this same sex stuff is wrong, And I'm not gonna, because I'm not gonna be alone, and I'm not gonna be Mother Teresa. So I got to hang on to this one. Mm. Not saying that's right. I don't celebrate that, but it's where I was at, and so I hang on to him. He follows me to Ethiopia. Um, We end up getting married a year later. Wow. Um, We were together, I think, for four years, and the entire time, I'm just thinking, God, you got to make me fall in love with this man. Mm. You just got to do something in my heart, or maybe Mm. this is just something the cross I'm supposed to bear is just just love him and be the best wife i can you know mm. um, never saw myself having children as i said earlier and so i'm like mm. but he wanted to have children and it was just it was hard i married someone it the scripture says for what god has brought together mm. let no man separate mm. fear brought me with him mm. i loved him as a friend i loved him as a man i loved him as a man of god but that doesn't mean that that's the calling on our life is marriage for one another. Yeah. And out of fear of being alone, I married him. Um, the night before I got married, I got on my knees and I said, God, I promise you I will never cheat on him with a woman. Wow. Strangest pre-wedding prayer I right? might have ever heard. Right. <laughs> um, And yeah. it it's important to hear because I said, I will never. Not God, help me. Not God, is this what you have for me? Wow. It's me being God, me making decisions, Mm. and me telling him what I'll do. (laughs) I don't know if you hear pride or not. I didn't celebrate pride in the LGBT community, but (laughs) I sure did in my own life.
0: In the spiritual life, yeah.
1: And so that, of course, in your own strength, I mean, at least in my own strength, maybe everybody else is different, but in my Mm. own strength, I will crumble. Mm. And I crumbled after about a year, and I cheated Mm. on him with a woman. Mm. Um, And I realized at that point, because this was a man that He did show me unconditional love. Mm. When I told him about the women, about my past, he was willing to stick with me. Mm. He did not celebrate it. He didn't condemn. He didn't condone. He didn't condemn. Mm. Um, And when I saw how I had hurt him
0: Mm.
1: and the years of life that I felt like I took from him, Mm. I was like, okay, God. I gotta do something different. Mm. I can't keep doing this. And he wanted to work on the marriage. Um, we went through some counsel and uh yeah, they pretty much said that the marriage was not valid because yeah. I was dishonest. Um, mm. with myself. Right. And then oh, of course in turn yeah. with him and um he said we can work through this. I said, I can't hold you in this any longer. Wow. I-, I don't yeah celebrate divorce annulments is what we got. But um yeah. I felt like I was going to hold him back from what God had. Mm. Um, he was meant to be a father, mm. an amazing husband, and he is now. Um, God. But I just came to a point where I was like, God, I can't do this. Um, okay, so I'm not going to just try to fall in love with someone. Right, right. What do you freaking want from me? So yeah. I went back to the counselor. <laughs>
0: Same counselor. Same
1: counselor. And basically was like, okay, I didn't try this. I so. knew what you were going to hear. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. I even went to a priest and... He kind of celebrated the priest who sent me to that counselor, mm. or suggested that counselor. I went to him too for counseling. Mm. He basically, oh, actually, which is wow. He's no longer a priest anymore, by the way. He stepped down and is now married to a female, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but because some people are like, well, maybe he was gay, no, right? I'm not here. But um, yeah. he actually told me I sat in his office and I was just weeping. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I've ruined yeah. my life. I, this man, he's amazing. I've ruined his. I've lied. I've cheated. I've I I don't know who I am. And I'm attracted to women. And he's like, one day, one day I believe the church will bless same-sex unions. Mm. And I said, I hope not. Here's a girl who has it. I said, we're (laughs) going to change the word of God Mm. so that I can feel better maybe? Mm. And I remember just kind of hoping for that, but also this same wrestle. And
0: Mm. um,
1: so today with when we'll get into that probably too but yeah i just remember hearing that i'm like you know what screw it i'm gonna just try it i'm gonna what everybody says i'm gonna find freedom in i'm gonna stop lying cheating (sighs) double life i'm gonna just live an open and out homosexual lifestyle and let's see if i'm actually happy and free and god said jesus says he came to give us life and life abundant Mm. i never wanted to reject god Mm. through all this wrestle through the double life I showed up at church not because, oh, my parents had to see me. I wanted God. Mm. And people may not understand that. I could have rejected everything that I believed to be true and just done whatever I wanted. I had yeah. the money. I had the people. I had everything. Yeah. And I I didn't. And so I just thought, okay, you know what? I've got a priest. I've got a Catholic counselor. I'm, Maybe I'm, I'm freaking all, missing something. I'm
0: all in. Yeah.
1: Let me do it. And so I started dating women openly. I I yeah. got an annulment and... um
0: I don't, I just, I, there's so much to draw from what you're saying. The, I want to, the, 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 that you didn't hope the church changed its teaching is so beautiful. There's an interior um, compass that was always pointing.
1: That's grace.
0: Right? It is grace. Yeah. Uh, but there's, and it's that reality too, that sometimes just following God in the ordinary ways requires, okay, Lord, I will be ground down to dust following you and sticking to your law. And you, I'm not going to ask you to change your law to make me comfortable, you know. Um, well, that's, that's it's the cross. I mean, there's no escaping this. But it's the it's true freedom. But you 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 went that route of thinking let's let's try the world's invitation. Maybe there's freedom there. Yeah. So what, what was what's the experience? So what, I dove in. Yeah, you dove in. You you came out right. Yep. I... Everybody's promise when you come out is that there's liberation, there's freedom, there's joy, And there was a level. Right?
1: There was a level of that.
0: Because secrets really are awful.
1: Hiding something and being able to bring it out into the light, Mm -hmm. there's a level of freedom in that. Mm -hmm. There's a level of even, and people might say, oh, that's that's heresy. I think there's even a level that only God himself probably understands Mm -hmm. to its fullness of even stepping closer to God Mm. in just being real, Mm. being honest, not hiding, taking masks off.
0: I'll go with that. Right. Yeah. So it's
1: not the fullness.
0: Right. But yeah. I, I
1: believe it's a step. Yeah. And so there was a level of freedom. There was mm. a, a certain amount of weight taken off my shoulders. Mm. But living in that lifestyle, my family did not disown me. My family did not, and and I know many people. I have people reach out from all over the world, all different walks of Their life. Families disown them. Many. Yeah. Churches do not treat them well. I mean, school, I mean, there's just any any angle. So I was not in the place where my family disowned me, where they stopped loving me. They never, ever condoned or celebrated my lifestyle. But they never stopped celebrating me. There's Praise a difference. Praise God.
0: Wait, that, that's them embracing their cross. Yeah. I'm going to stand here in the place of pain and, and pain. Yeah. Right? I'm, no.
1: Those were not you, joyful seasons. Yeah, you could <laughs> give it up by
0: saying, high five, yeah. or give it up by saying, I'm shutting you out. Yeah. But the no. Lord says, stand here and be, be in pain. Yeah. That's love.
1: I remember asking my mom. I was dating this girl. And I said, Mom, if I get married, are you going to come? And she yeah. just looked at me and she said, I love you too much. Mm-hmm. I love you too much, Kim. I will always love you. You will always be my baby mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Always. But I cannot, mm-hmm. I cannot support what God does not support for you. I just can't. I won't. I love you too much. That's beautiful. And that do you know how hard that is to hear? Yeah is hard to hear but I was also thankful yeah. that truth was truth yep, and it didn't yeah. change when her only girl went against that mm. like there's something to that we're longing for truth we're longing for stability we're longing God says he was he is and he always will be he mm. is unchanging right and so that was difficult I'm not gonna say I was like right, oh no. yeah oh no totally I yeah. mean that hurt yeah. you know but I got it too it was it was you oh, felt
0: love in the pain
1: yeah and I'm like Dang, and my family—they had to learn how to walk it out and work it out. Mm. I mean, my brother, my two older brothers, the younger of the two, would have me over and my girlfriend over for dinner, you know. And then he was convicted. He's like, "Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm actually celebrating and condoning her lifestyle," Mm. you know. And then we had to have an uncomfortable conversation Mm. and. You know, so there was a lot that we had to work through, and they didn't do perfect. I didn't do perfect, mm. um, but I I do believe they relied on the Lord to guide mm. them. Mm. Um, and we stumbled through the process. It was painful years yeah. for all of us. I remember once you you had mentioned this, so I feel like I should bring it up. Um, I remember once I introduced my girlfriend to one of my best friends, and she said, uh, "My best friend said, I am so glad you finally came out as gay." And I looked at her, I was like, "I'm not gay." And my girlfriend's like, you're, you're not gay? <laughs> We've been dating for a year, you know? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? And I said, well, I mean, yeah, we're dating. Yes, you're a female. I'm a female. Yes, I have these attractions. Yes, I'm acting on them. I was like, but it's not who I am.
0: You never saw that as your identity.
1: It's crazy. But Chris, when I came back from Ethiopia, yeah. people, oh, you're the missionary in Ethiopia. I'm like, no. They're like, wait, I thought you have a mission in Ethiopia. Yes, I do.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: But you're not a missionary? I was like, no, it's just what I do. Wow. So I didn't know who I was. I uh, will be the, honest. I the, didn't know who I was, but I knew who I wasn't.
0: That's the the part that's near impossible to break through. If someone's identity becomes solidified as as what they're attracted to or what they do, yeah, everything flows from that. Everything Ooh. follows from that. I it's mean, f- who you are. Yeah, right. And 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 if and if that's true, then it should be illegal for Christians to teach their children Christian stuff se- because you're teaching ethics. against a person. Exactly. Not a practice. You're 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 telling yeah exactly yeah, that, yeah. Th- that then you are responsible for being just, as as, as, as bad head. as a as a member of the kkk with who's a black child or maybe has a black child but doesn't you know right i mean you have them taken away yeah. but that's the the logical natural outcome of how the, the world takes this yeah what a grace that you didn't that you didn't go there it's grace alone that's incredible i'm telling
1: you because for me I mean, but even in that, and you know, so some people yeah. are like, oh, you just didn't accept the title or the identity of gay because you grew up in a Catholic home. I'm like, okay, then why didn't I accept the identity of a missionary? Because that's like <laughs> yeah. a badge of honor quote. Totally. unquote. So yeah. why wouldn't I have taken that? Like, oh, well, Something. I don't know. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> exactly. So, re- really, what it is, I, well, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot to it, but I, I just never. I didn't go to pride festivals. I I'd never wanted to celebrate pride. It was actually something I always prayed against. Oh. And so I had a hard time being a part of a community that I liked genuinely. I liked a lot of the people, but I'm like, I, I don't wanna wave a flag around right. and be prideful about something I'm actually still wrestling with. Mm. And, and you know, even though I was out and not hiding and not yeah. lying, I didn't have peace, Chris. I yeah. did not have peace.
0: Describe that, like how, how? So, in some ways, it was liberating that you're not carrying a burden of a secret. Yes, and in some ways, sure. that's even a step closer to mm-hmm. the truth. Was such a free. On the other hand, you the, the world's promise that this is all just rainbows and roses. Yeah. Uh, what? Where did it fall short?
1: Well, um,
0: besides the inner conflict, even because yeah. someone might just say, "Well, just fell short because of your moral scruples." Yeah.
1: We're, well, we're, I had I did enjoy the person I was because I genuinely loved her. Yeah. Now, did I have a perfect, purified love? Absolutely not right? Yeah. Sacrificial, putting, you know, all this. But but I did enjoy who she was. I, I loved our relationship. But the reality was I had like moments of that. It wasn't a continuous because I had something within that was saying, this is still not what you're meant for relationship with her. Mm. I believe we could have been best friends, but that didn't fill the void of well, what if she ends up getting married? Now I'm alone again. Mm. So this fear of being alone was constantly speaking mm. to me, mm. and so I held on to these women that I was with because I didn't want to be alone. And so for me, you know, we'd go out, we'd have a great time, and then when I'd go to bed at night mm. and actually let things settle, and mm. didn't drink or didn't do. And I thank God I didn't get into drugs or too much alcohol. Um, but I would sometimes just drink to just kind of not feel. I'm like, you know what? If we, just, if I just go and drink. I don't have to hear that small voice that's like, I have something better for you, Kim, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't like, you're wow. going to hell, Kim. This voice that I heard wow. was not, you're going to hell, you're being bad, you're terrible. It was, I've got something better. And I'm like, I don't friggin' trust you.
0: Oh, I don't trust you. You, you discovered actually who God is through this, Oh, in it. While oh. we were sinners, he loved us. Oh, oh my gosh. That's awesome. But I
1: didn't fully know that. I would say within the last three years yeah. is when I've really started to experience the Father. I oh experienced gosh. Jesus as savior October 17th 2014.
0: But okay, God so the Father came. Was this what broke you out of that life the lifestyle? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so tell um, me about
0: the, the the transition here.
1: I was in Ethiopia, um still dating this woman and um she cheated on me when I was gone yeah. in Ethiopia. And I was like, okay, came home and I just realized kind of the similar moment I had with my husband where mm-hmm. I was like I am hurting this person. My choices are hurting this person. I had something very similar, but now with her, I'm like.
0: Define that. What um, did you think was? When I
1: when I saw her, I felt like by grace God showed me just the state of where she was at, and I saw her not happy. I saw so much Mm. that just made me so sad, and I felt like God asked me the question: Do you think that I introduced you to her to leave her like this? And I saw what our relationship was doing to each other. Wow. And um, we ended up breaking up, and I got in the car with my friend. He brought me over to her house to get my stuff. Um, he was actually discerning the Dominicans at the time, and um, he didn't say a word. He said, can I, can I take you somewhere tonight? And I was like, if it's a freaking date, dude, he's like, I'm not into you. Just <laughs> like, thank God. Um, so he said, no, I'm going to take you somewhere. It's just like this prayer thing. I said, okay sure whatever like at this point i got no plans right just broke up i feel like crap so he's a good friend he by the way he walked with me while i was in a relationship with this girl very much a lover of jesus very much loved by jesus and then a lover of jesus and he never Hmm. ever condoned or condemned he walked with me, he would speak wow. God's truth to me. He's like, Kim, God's plans for your life. Mm. He's like, I was praying for you this morning and I was weeping in the kitchen. I'm like, what? He's like, oh my gosh. I was like overwhelmed with how much God loves you. He never came at just the sexuality. He was, without even me knowing it, he was building up, like I say, like my inner man. Wow. When he would speak God's word, he was almost like prophesying over my life.
2: That's incredible.
1: And so I just loved being around him. Oh. And I'm like, why is he not talking about homosexuality? I know he knows it's wrong. I knew he knew it was wrong. But I'm like, oh, it, it freaked awesome. me out. I'm like, why? It compelled me. Like, why is he not talking about it? Because everybody else does. Why is he not? And it actually drew me to him more. Mm. His relationship with God was so tangible when I was around him, I wanted to be around him. And so he was, of course, the person I call. He brings me, he, pick, he drops me, um, gets all my stuff, get in the car, says, I'm gonna bring you to this place. And I threw up my hands, he, no direction from him. It was as if he wasn't even in the car. Wow. This is all happening, I it felt like I saw that about my ex. I was like, God, I'm done. I threw up both my hands, this is October 17th, 2014. I said, I am done. I am done being God of my own life. Wow. I have screwed up my own life, X, Y, and Z, every person, my own family, I am horrible at being God. Please, Jesus, be Lord over my life. I didn't have a script for this. I didn't hear, I wasn't in Protestant circles, so I didn't even know the, (laughs) any of these prayers. And I'm like, it was just real from my heart. It was a cry of desperate need of a savior. And I said, I don't, this is not the life you died for. So please show up, be (laughs) God and be God right away because my flesh, I've been feeding it for my whole life. So I need you to be God and to show up now. I said, I know how I am. And I know I have a very short window here. So please, please, please show me that you're better mm. than anything I've experienced. Mm. And I said, and I used to do real estate, I said, God, I'm gonna go on lease to own. I'm not fully yours yet, <laughs> but um, I will let you rent me.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's give this a me shot. Take <laughs> and
1: if it's good, I'm all in. I'll be all yours that night, Chris god showed up in a way <laughs> oh. as i consider october i was born on december 22nd but i consider october 17th my birthday
0: Praise God. I'm sorry. You no. said, look, I didn't learn this in Protestant circles. And I, I lead people to a prayer like that at every one of my events. Amen. And sometimes people think, you, you sound like a Protestant yeah. preacher. I'm like, dude, you've forgotten what
1: Catholic means. Thank you. Like oh This gosh. is
0: about a relationship with
2: Jesus.
1: Sometimes all this our stuff Protestant we do, brothers and sisters know more about our Catholic faith than we do.
0: I know. Like This is the reason we do all the Catholic-y stuff. Right. It's
1: because
2: of that exchange of hearts. Exactly. It's like in a marriage, Relational. All, the, all the stuff you do is because you guys bowed to each other. It's, it's
1: about that.
2: I'm what, what a grace that he overcame you oh, with that. Like, it was, I was boom. Un,
1: undone. And my friend, oh, he never said a word. This was me and God. And I'm telling you, Chris, my friend brought me, the guy who's discerning the Dominicans brought me to an evangelical prayer meeting. It was in like an office warehouse. I walk in, I'm like, bro, what did you bring me to? And he's like, oh, it's a prayer meeting. I'm like, where's the like crucifix and where's wow. the pews? Yeah. There's like folding chairs and it, yeah. there's like, office desks (laughs) and he's like oh just wait and i go through all the details in the in the book but god encountered me that night through a prophetic word from an african preacher wow and he spoke victory over my life he Mm. knew nothing he never met me my friend had never met like nothing was pre-exchanged this man read my mail like my gosh and in such a non-condemning non-shameful he just same thing my friend was doing declaring god's words over me he was doing and that it, wow. p- it was piercing my heart i fell to the ground i was out on the ground wow. for hours wow. they started wow. cleaning up the whole event i'm out uh, something <laughs> divine I don't care if anybody believes me. Oh, no. <laughs> something divine yeah. that night happened
0: <laughs> Praise God. in many
1: ways that I don't even think I have a full grid for. I could have got up off the floor, but God had me in this state of, do you trust me? Can I, can I respond to what you just asked? Mm. And I'm telling you, something started shifting in my heart. When I got off that floor at midnight, <laughs> I had a hunger for God like I'd never had before in my life. Mm. I wanted to read his word. Not, I mean, mass was different. Everything mm. started to change. I didn't get up an angel, I didn't get up perfect, yeah. I didn't get up without temptation, but I had a greater hunger that I didn't have before. Wow. Words, we talked about it. Yeah. Words, spoken, matter. Praise I spoke God. real words, God responded, and his word began to do a massive work and has continued to, continue wow. to, it's not a one and done.
0: Oh man. Kim, so the part of this is like I'm following Jesus, I'm all in, is also I'm, I'm living a chaste life mm-hmm. because I'm same-sex attracted. Um, Tell me, how, how, how is that possible? There's going to be people watching who are like, but I, I, can't, I can't do that.
1: Well, there's got to be something better. Right?
0: There's yes. got to be something
1: better. Yes, I'm not not with women. That was a lot of nots. Mm. I'm not dating women. I followed it. Good. Because I'm afraid of hell. Hell's real. Mm. I'm not, not with women because mm. um, of punishment, right? Mm. I'm not with women because I've found a greater love. Mm. I've found a greater love. Does that mean, mm. and, and, and you found a great love yeah. I, with your wife. Right. Does that mean that other temptations aren't there? Does that mean that, that you're not human and now everything's just perfect? No. Mm. But when you found a greater love, mm. the, you, the desire to go back to what used to be doesn't mm. have the same taste. Now, I've struggled. I've fallen. Mm. I've, it, it, scripture said it, and I've lived it out, unfortunately. Yeah. It says like a dog that returned to its throw up. Mm. I've gone back yeah. in this journey. I've gone back and for a moment, for a moment, and oh my gosh. And do you know that not once has God left me? Do you mm. know that when I've con- gone back to him instead of run from him, but run to him after a fall, mm. that I've experienced an even greater <laughs> love? Now I feel like you Paul. You fall forward. Right? <laughs> now I feel like Paul, does that mean now we abuse his grace right, and we right, say right, sin right. so we can receive great <laughs> grace? No, absolutely. That's abuse of love. Yeah, but when and if <laughs> run back to him. like I, That's why it's hard. Somebody once asked me, "Like, would you, if you could go back and change your whole life, yeah. would you? And in many ways I would say yes, for my own soul and for so many that I affected and hurt. But I don't know if I'd know Jesus mm. the way that I do and need him. I need him just as much today as I did October 17th, 2014. Mm. Do I have the same desires that I had then? No. Has a lot been healed and transformed? Yes. Is there a lot more to come? Yes. But I need him.
0: Mm. I need him. And I don't
1: know if I would have known how much I'd need him.
0: Oh, praise the Lord. I want you to say a word to the church right now. Mm. By the church, what what do I mean? Just people of God specifically, uh, well, we're all the church, but people in leadership, you know, you said there's there's something more. I think sometimes people are soft on this issue yeah. in church leadership and getting softer and, and actually encouraging yeah. the gay lifestyle. Because back to that that prayer you made, I don't think they know that there's actually something more, and that's tragic. Yeah. If you know it, you're always going to hold that something more up with well, love. Right? I wouldn't
1: want to hold that back from anyone.
0: Yeah. How could you? Right? But you can't
1: offer something you haven't yeah. first received.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, recently um, uh, Pope Francis was asked about uh, blessing gay couples. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, and he said, you know, if someone comes forward looking for help from God, bless them, but it shouldn't be confused with marriage. And and my first thought was like, well, I don't know a single priest who would have someone come up to them after mass, say, bless me, yeah. and then say, well, what's your sexual orientation? Right. Um. Uh, you know. Um. So I I I, I celebrate that. I, I agree with them on that. There, there's blessing people a person who are...
1: is different than blessing a union.
0: Right. Right. With blessing
1: a person, I pray that we always are blessing totally one another, but to yeah. bless. Bless the union Sinful is different. is different.
0: Yeah, so people are already running with that though, and mm. and they're putting uh, ceremonials around that. There's different countries oh, in yeah. Europe. There's bishops, bishop conferences who are, who are working on having official blessings in a church. Which, um, you know, if we're to take Pope Francis at his word here, it says, you, "Yes, bless someone who looks for help." Of course, it shouldn't be confused with marriage. Well, the moment it becomes a public thing, that's not a plea for help. That's a plea for an endorsement. Right.
1: That's celebration. A
0: celebration of the mm-hmm. thing itself. Yeah. Um, and it's it's obvious. It's it almost feels like gaslighting yeah. when, when people are saying, "Well, no, no, no. It's just this is this is just for help or to celebrate the good aspects of." No, no, no. It's not, and you know it's not. So let's stop talking. Let's stop pretending. Um, I, but the, but a lot of these people, I think, are 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 claiming, or presuming to speak on your behalf, because okay. I look at that and my heart breaks. First and foremost, thinking of the people who are hanging on the cross next to Jesus, who have suffered so much to follow him, who have sacrificed so much to follow him as his word is revealed, and then seeing this. It's like your own church walking away from you. Uh, And again, this is not, I don't want to scandalize or make people think this is happening everywhere because it's certainly not. Uh, But there are-
1: But it is happening.
0: It's happening and there's people who want it to happen more. Uh, What would you say? What do you want to say to to, to church leaders? Actually, look at the camera and say it. Speak on your own behalf here. What do you want to say to them as, as they claim to be looking out for your needs?
1: Well, it breaks my heart because it's holding back fullness for people. It held back fullness for me, and I experienced that firsthand. I experienced leadership, I experienced counsel Mm -hmm. that led me into something that they thought would make me happy, but Mm -hmm. didn't align with what God says, and so it didn't lead to ultimate freedom and happiness and joy that he has for me. Mm -hmm. You, You will be taking away maybe part of a suffering that will bring great beauty, in someone's life if they seek Jesus. I think we can walk with people. I think there's so many other ways, but Jesus died for sin. He didn't celebrate it, Mm -hmm. he died for it. Mm -hmm. He died for sin, he shed his very blood for sin, so it was never celebrated. He sat with sinners, Mm -hmm. he sat with sinners, but he never condoned or celebrated the sin that they were in. And when we start to do that with one another, we're simply hurting each other we're not thinking eternally, but we're not even thinking here and now. I, if I were with the woman that I was with, and if I had continued in that lifestyle, her now husband and two twins would not be here. I wouldn't have the relationship, in my opinion, I wouldn't have the relationship with Jesus that I have. I wouldn't have the community of believers that have laid down their life and their desires to have a greater love. And so we're actually robbing people. When we try to recreate Christ, we will not save anyone. Mm. When we try to recreate who Jesus is and what he said, it is man and woman. And there is beauty between women and women in deep, holy friendships and relationship. And we need to celebrate that. I once, Chris, I was in a prison. Thank you
0: for that, by the way. And, mm. and, and for the record, I'm not saying Pope Francis endorses no, that, No, yeah. but I do see this trend. Yeah. But Yeah, go ahead. I
1: think when certain words aren't said and there's some blanks, people start filling them in. Right. And that's very scary. That's scary. We, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't be filling in with what we think. Mm-hmm. We go back to what the church says. And somebody can say, that's so legalistic. Um, no, Christ set up a kingdom here on earth. There's one in heaven here on earth. <laughs> Amen. And he wants it to look like that. And there's not confusion he's not the author of confusion amen and so when we leave a lot of these gaps it's just so i just pray for clarity amongst leaders to speak truth without a lot of gaps so we don't have this confusion amen so i just want to say one thing i was in a prison a women's prison sharing it was the very first time i had ever shared my story and i promised god i said i will never i said mark my words god i will never share about sexuality because i never want Mm. anybody to be hurt I never want someone to feel shame, condemnation. I want truth out there, but pick someone else. Hmm. Through a lot of different things that happened, God continued to slowly pursue my heart in that. And I said, okay, fine, once. Once Hmm. I'll share. And so I shared at a women's prison. I was asked to share. And I thought, okay, this is my one and done because I'm going to get beat up. Hmm. These women, over 90% of them were in the lifestyle and um, just shared my testimony, shared what God had done, is doing, and has planned to do, that it's not over. And almost every woman stood up in tears, wow. clapping, crying, come up to me. Wow. This one woman came up, giant woman. I thought it was my, um, my moment where this was my life <laughs> at, at its end, just very large woman. <laughs> and she said, I am married to a woman. And I just looked at her and by grace, God just silenced my tongue And i just looked at her and a little tear came down my face and then boom tears down her face and she said every single word you spoke pierced my heart Mm. i know that i married her and we were meant to be sisters we were meant to be friends Mm. and probably a friendship like none of my other but i chose to fill my heart with her in a way it was never supposed to and this woman fell in my arms and she started repenting Mm -hmm. She started asking god for forgiveness she said i don't know how to walk this out but i want this relationship but not how god not not against how god wants it mm. i didn't say i mean wow. i couldn't i was like this is what we're holding back from people oh. when we try to just condone or or minimize or celebrate yeah we're, we're leaving out what god wants to do we're taking his place we're saying god that's too hard mm. your way is too hard this is easier, and I think this is what you meant. That's no, it's not. It's not, and you're robbing people.
0: Wow, and it's not an invitation to be alone.
1: No, no. Right?
0: How are you intentionally living in fellowship right now?
1: <laughs> I am learning. My gosh, I'm learning. I'm not as holy and as patient and as kind and as loving as I thought I was. It's easier to be alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I was isolated and like in my little religious bubble, my little. You know, church bubble, but um, I am learning that God, when he said it is not good for man to be alone, like I said earlier, it doesn't always look like marriage. Marriage is beautiful. I celebrate Mm. it, but there's a call for unity with him. But Mm. see, Adam was already walking with God, and God said it's not good that man be alone. So he wanted community, right? That's why religious sisters and brothers, they don't live alone Mm. or meant to do this walk together. We need each other. Mm. We are the body of Christ. A hand alone is nothing. Mm. And so I'm learning. I, I personally, right now, I don't know for how long, or but for a season, live in a community home. Um, just like people who maybe come out of you know yeah. any addictions, they live in a house amongst people who get it. Right? Yeah. Like, whoa, dude, I'm feeling tempted. She so lives with other women who have experienced addictions. I live with, what you experience. yeah, women and men, um, different levels wow. of the house, but. Who have come out of the lifestyle, been out of the lifestyle for five plus years. How do people um, hear
0: where, where do people find out about this? In case someone's Well, we don't like of, accept I, applications okay. for <laughs> people to
1: live with us. Um, but I think God's doing something. Okay. My friend Jackie Angel has said, I think you're supposed to start something. I said, You just talk to God about that. Yeah, don't talk please. to me about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I do believe God is setting up. So I am yeah. part of um, an organization called Rainbow Revival. And what we do is we want to make sure that people hear testimony. The scripture says that testimony is prophecy into someone else's life. Mm. And so we want to proclaim what God has done and is doing, right? Mm. Not from a place of hatred or shame or condemnation on anyone, just to share the goodness of what he's doing amidst the struggles, amidst the challenges, right? As this is just real life walked out. And so, what happens is people start reaching out, reaching out. We do these freedom marches um, wow. right now, once a once a year in different in different states. Um, people but, can Google that and find out about yeah, it. Yeah, you can go to rainbowrevival.org. dot so cool. um, and then we yeah we do freedom marches, but we've also created a online community. Mm. So people get together, they connect. They're like, oh my gosh, you get it? Like, there's so yeah. there's a girl that just came out of the transgender lifestyle. Yeah, she was on she was living as a male for like seven years on all the medications removed wow. her breasts, everything, she reaches out. I, we get in, um, connected on social media, unbelievable. She comes to Freedom March, she just shares on our Freedom March call after like just rally together, everybody who was there, whoever wanted to get on and share how the Lord works. Yeah, awesome. And she's like, I am so thankful for my church community that I've had for the last year, two years, whatever. She said, but my goodness, when God brought me to you guys, and I said, these people get it, these people get it, a fullness came in. She said, shame lifted.
0: Praise God. And so
1: amen to our church circles, amen to family circles, (sighs) amen to... But sometimes we need people around us that say, no, I get it. I know what it means to walk out this call of celibacy and and sometimes come in like, you can share that truth, but as a married man, you get to go home to your wife and your kids. Mm, And so they're like, okay, Chris, amen. Enjoy your wife tonight and your family enjoy Christmas and Easter. And Mm. when I think of a holiday, I'm like, oh, great. I get to sit at the kids' table again,
0: Mm.
1: you know? Like I literally, and I love my nephews, thank God. But like, you (laughs) know what I mean? Like I'm gonna be 40, I'm still at the kids' table. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because there's certain things people don't get. We do Thanksgivings together, we do our stuff. We love our families, we love our church communities. I'm Catholic, I have different community there. And then I have my Protestant brothers and sisters. And so I am just so thankful, but do not do it alone. Do not walk yeah. it alone. If you struggle, do not walk alone. You're not meant to. God said in Himself. He wants to bring you into community, into family, into family.
0: Uh, we'll put in the show notes too some some maybe good Catholic apostolates or yeah. things that you, we'll ask you to to recommend That's things, places where people could find community and support in following the, the teaching of Jesus, who Amen. experienced same-sex attraction. And the more the more we're talking, the more excited I am because th- this issue can lead to despair. Mm. It's, it's oh. so divisive. It's you know, and it feels like well. The, the the secular movement has done a good job at convincing everybody that i'm a hateful bigot it's like I, it's mm. hard to even preach the gospel in some settings now because of this uh, and yet i'm 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 just fired up with so much hope right now because if we get this right we will have preached the gospel more powerfully than ever in history because we'll have gone straight to the heart of people's deepest brokenness with an uncompromising truth and a, and a love that says i'll i'll be with you right here mm-hmm. uh man come lord we, jesus we
1: will see i believe this there is a prophetic word yeah. and i believe it to be true i feel it in my bones i feel it in my own personal life that there will be a mass exodus out of the lgbt community into christ we got to remember jesus does not <laughs> it amen Claiming over a hundred thousand will come out of the lgbt community into christ the question is are we as a church ready
0: are we ready to welcome them we're we ready to invite them right are we ready to begin it all and to walk together. Um, yeah, well, let me and st- be uncomfortable. Yes, let me start. Let me uh, let me land on this um, on this question. And I, I was thinking of accompaniment as you talked about mm-hmm. your friend because he really embodied it, you know, w- without saying, "Yeah, you're fine." Yet he walked with you, and I think of Jesus on the road to Emmaus, literally walking in the wrong direction, mm-hmm. away from Jerusalem, and uh, you know, this this couple was, was 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 saying all this these misperceptions. You know, Jesus is dead. We thought this would be something. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, yeah, yeah, he was dead. No, he, but, he, but he also didn't correct it right away. He kept walking in the wrong direction. And then after he was revealed, they turned around and went back to Jerusalem. You know, um, We have to be willing to walk with people even in the wrong direction sometimes. And this is real accompaniment. But we, we know the right direction in our head. Otherwise, we're just wandering aimlessly and not accompanying anywhere. But someone's watching right now who's thinking, but how do I take the first step? I mean, if, if there's people who, or my kid, who thinks that I am a hateful bigot because they're so convinced mm-hmm. that this is their very identity. They won't even talk to me anymore. How do I open the door and what do I do? Mm-hmm. What's the first step?
1: I love parables. Mm. Jesus taught, used them to teach the deeper meanings. He used very simple things. And the first thing I thought of, how do you get someone who's eating unhealthy to start eating healthy? Mm. You've got to introduce beauty. Mm. You've got to, what is better? Not just tell him it's better. See, what my friend did was he Mm. showed me Jesus by the way he loved me, the way he walked with me, the way he prayed for me, Mm. with me. See, he wasn't always just praying over me. Mm. He was interceding for me, never saying, and I'm praying for you, and I'm praying that you guys break up, and I'm praying. He didn't focus on my sexuality. He Mm. focused on my soul. Mm. He focused on my soul, and he started to build that up within me. And see, so often I think we try to get people away from sin to get them to Jesus, get them to Jesus and watch how they get away from sin. (laughs) We're we're like twisting it. And doesn't Satan love that? Because guess what? We think not sinning, we're winning. If I'm not sinning, salvation is here. No, you cannot sin and be very far from Christ. Right? (laughs) Mm. And so in this, draw people to Jesus. But guess what? You also can't present or draw someone to something you haven't first been drawn to. Mm -hmm. So seeking that deeper relationship with Jesus one-on-one, and then saying, God, send me out to bring people back to your heart, to show them how good you are, so that it's not a ripping something from their hands, but an exchange, Mm. right? You see gold and you're holding silver, you reach for gold. Can we hold the gold of who God is, who Christ is, as a father, not a cop? See, a lot of people reject, they reject God, because they have a false idea of who he is they don't know him as father mm. they don't know an unconditional love mm. an unconditional love doesn't mean we celebrate everything person is always celebrated not everything the person does is always celebrated and so i think walking with people revealing christ to them let christ reveal himself to you and then now you can be that light in their life don't hone in always on their sexuality or their sin thing right mm. that they struggle with hone in on on christ call the gold out in them mm. let them hear the beauty my friend used to tell me how wonderful i was i never thought he was celebrating sin the mm, sin i was doing so awesome and so i desired more of that mm. and now i get to be in a place where i actually get to live in that amidst struggles amidst amidst challenges
0: Kim, i'm so grateful for this yeah. i just felt the hand of god in this entire conversation i know we started crying when we started talking i almost started crying before we started talking when we were I just, just do, yeah. right just when we were just praying because i just felt the um just the pain in this area, the Lord just brought it to my heart and mind, um, on all sides, you know. And the and the pain in our own hearts of watching people go astray and and reject the the Lord, mm-hmm. even within the church. And it's like, what do I what do I do? And the parents and their pain as kids reject and kids feeling this and feeling like I can't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. It's just and the devil has a field day oh, when it. no one talks about the pain. Yeah, you you don't mention it and you can't manage it. You know.
1: Um, well, thank you. Yeah. For having conversation because if you don't invite someone with a story like mine then i think this is part of the beginning of what the church can do Mm. i think it's a a big piece of what the church can do i know there's a lot of ministries that ask me to come and share and every time i'm thankful not because i want to go just share more Mm. no because i want the church to continue to speak on this it's what i didn't have I, I don't know how it would have been if I would have watched a, a show or a podcast like yours with someone who shared. Mm. And so thank you for being willing to step on some shaky ground and trust mm. God in the midst of it.
0: Praise God. Yeah. Real is the only, only only gear I have. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that about you. I like it. Uh, would you, would you lead us in prayer yeah. maybe for that the person who's watching and feeling the pain right now yeah. wherever they're at?
1: Yeah. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Father God, we come before you and we thank you. I thank you that you are a good, good, good Father. I thank you, Jesus, that you gave your very life so that we could have life and life abundantly, Lord, not just here on earth, but for eternity. I thank you that you are the bridegroom and we are the bride. I thank you that you have a love that beckons us a love that never gives up. It's never too far out of reach that you're actually reaching for each one of us, for deeper intimacy with us to fill the very longings of our heart, God. And I just lift up right now every person that struggles, every person that struggles with same-sex attraction or confusion with their identity, anybody that struggles with confusion of your identity, God, of who you are, because we can never get ourselves right if we have you wrong. And so I just pray, Holy Spirit, that revelation of the Father of Jesus would come. Mm -hmm. Jesus, you fully reveal the Father. You are the full revelation of the Father. And so I ask Holy Spirit, reveal reveal Jesus to us personally and individually. Meet people in their car, in their homes, in the midst of their brokenness. Show them how good you are and how you want to be Lord over their life, Mm. to not Lord over them, but to actually lift and carry them, that you are good, God. And so, Holy Spirit, we need you. Mm. And increase, Jesus, you said it's better that you go so that you can send your spirit. So, Holy Spirit, increase Mm. in each one of us, increase in your church, in leadership, Lord. Draw us to the fullness of your truth. The fullness of your truth, which is the fullness of your love, those are never separated. I thank you, Lord, for who you are and who we are to you. I thank you that we are loved right where we are at and that you want to love each one of us into wholeness. Mm. May your love break through all shame, all guilt, and all condemnation. And I pray in Jesus' name that the prodigal sons and daughters would return home. Through the blood of the lamb jesus christ and that we as a family can celebrate the coming home of lost brothers and sisters for the glory of god in this earth and for eternity in jesus name
0: amen praise you jesus thank you guys so much for watching jesus loves you so much it's ridiculous i don't care what you struggle with what you've done, how bad you think you are, whether you have a shame and secrecy in this area or any other area of your life that was revealed to your heart as we were talking. You are not defined by that shame, by that secret, by that sin, by anything. You are defined by his love for you and almighty God found you worth dying for. I got nothing to add to that. (laughs) Oh yeah, I do. Like, subscribe, comment share this stuff's too good to keep to yourself so share it with everybody you know and don't be afraid to do that do not be afraid we'll see you next time
2: we're not shaming people who don't agree with us or who fall into sin we're reminding them of who they are that what jesus offers is better than what the world offers if voices in our church or afraid to tell people when it comes to these hard, hot-button issues what the truth is and where real fulfillment is found, I have to wonder, are they forgetting themselves? Sometimes we have to do, as Pope Francis said, talk about the issues, don't be afraid, but always talk about them in a context. What is that context? It's the love of God the Father in Jesus Christ. That's the context. And we proclaim the Gospel to every single person. If we proclaim the gospel to every single person throughout history, it's not because we're telling them you're wrong, it's because we're telling them there's something better than what the world is offering you. If you're same-sex attracted, if you're a teenager who's pregnant outside of wedlock, there is something better than the emptiness that this world is inviting you to, and it's Jesus Christ. He's the someone better. never
0: never be ashamed of him he who denies me before others i'll deny before my heavenly father hey guys i hope this has blessed you so much now a lot of people don't have the time to to watch hour-long podcasts in their daily life In fact, a lot of us have almost no time at all in our daily lives. That's why I have created something called the Three Minute Reset. Me and my dear friend Pat Lancioni, renowned business author, in just three minutes a day, inspire you in your busy work day, Monday through Friday, to stay focused on what matters most. Go to 3minutes.net. That's the number 3minutes.net. Sign up for our newsletter on there and subscribe to that show. Let us inspire you. Thanks so much, guys. Love you.